Hi everyone, my name's Steve Tudor and welcome to the Brentford Review. It's a pod that goes down at the slightest of touches and time wastes liberally, knowing the referee is going to do sod all about it. To discuss last night's frustrating but ultimately rewarding contest, I'm delighted to have with me today two Blues whose opinions are as precise and deadly as Erling Haaland bearing down on the keeper. It's Asan and Stefan. Hi Asan, you there? You well? Morning pal. Yes, I'm here. I'm well. <laughs> well, I mean, as well as can be expected after a after a two hour root canal. Oh, I see. I actually uh, took that literally. I think that's then. how, <laughs> <laughs> I, think that's how uh, I think that's how Stefan described it on uh, <laughs> on Twitter. And and to be fair, as as we moved through the game, it, it certainly felt a little bit yeah. like pulling. Well, I'm still reeling from the fact that I've just discovered I can't say the word liberally. Yeah, liberally. Yeah, kind of, sort of in that area. Anyway, Stefan, are you there? Are you well? Yeah, hi mate. Uh, all good, all good. Lovely stuff, lovely stuff. What's um, a busy day ahead for you, sir? Talksport, Sky. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. I, I, if uh, it, it, it is actually possible, certainly the former is actually yes. possible. If if we have a result from Everton, yeah. are you anticipating the news to come through today, or like instinct? It's got yeah. to be any any day now i mean you know it's a bit surprising that it's not been out so far mm. it's obviously wednesday you know i don't think they're going to do it on a friday i think they'll they'll show some uh care for the fact that they've got games at the weekend yeah. um definitely wouldn't do it on a match day so i mean there are very few days left because uh the 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 timetable for the second charge has already been set down and the decision on second charges and on Nottingham Forest are largely reliant upon the outcome of the Everton appeal right. so they must know that they that they have to sort of get this result out there and obviously it's also massively important to the bottom of the table yeah, so i've got to say i, I, I would think it's imminent yeah well, i wholly uh, agreed with your point on twitter yesterday where the lack of information to fans as regards to the time frame of these things is well it's a little short of disgraceful really they should be kept in the loop at least as regards to when you know information is going to be made available yeah. It it is normal. I mean, you know, in, in fairness, you, if you have a case in in the high court, you would not find out uh, when the judge is going to write up his judgment. It there, it is as you know, you do just wait for them to conclude their deliberation yeah. and 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 write it down. The the problem is, I mean, uh, the Everton situation is 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 one thing. The city situation is far graver because of the the scale of the outcome. So we, you know, are we really? And I've, I've banged this drum, you know, since the start. Are we really just expected to wait for some random day when the whole future yeah. of the club changes? Just wake up one morning. And e- either day. way, yeah. you know, it's it's completely ridiculous. And and then to do it all again on an appeal. And, and let's not forget with, with the, no uh, guidance is that really what what, what we're expecting yeah uh, and let's not forget that uefa's uh charges back in the day was uh announced on valentine's day valentine's evening no less as i was cooking a nice meal for my missus uh which kind of threw is that yeah, right yeah. i don't yeah. 
I don't remember that. <laughs> that, 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 that didn't take the thoughts of fans into account, did it? Oh dear, that was a that was a yeah. But you know, but but with UEFA, but but with UEFA, I mean, to a large extent, it's kind of it's around the edges of of, of importance because okay, so you're banned from the Champions League, right? Okay, big, you know, in the grand scheme of things, big deal. It's, there's obviously a financial mm. hit and a reputational hit to the club when we then found out about what the charges specifically were. But it's not the same as what might happen on these charges for City. I mean, there is likely to be very, very substantial consequences for not just fans, but also for the employees of the club. Mm. So it's not, it's actually very serious from a, you know, it's, it's very serious for Everton as well, because it does have an impact on people who work at the club as well. But it's not, um, it's not just about football. It's just it's it's quite a lot bigger than that. But anyway, I, we'll see what happens. I mean, I, mean I, I do. I think with at least with this Everton thing, we, we'll know pretty soon. Yeah, yeah, and indeed, it could even occur as we're on air. Um, so let's wait and see on that one. Um, let's look back on last night. Um, before we get to the lineup, um, Asan, I just want to know your thoughts going into this game. Um, did you regard it as a must-win? You know, performance is a secondary concern for you. Just get the three points. <laughs> At the risk of uh, of of feeling the wrath of Mr. Howard Hawking, <laughs> yes, it, it definitely was uh, a must win for me. Um, I think it's I think it's going to be a really tight title race. I, I do think that it it has the I don't know about has the well, it has the potential to go to the wire, but I certainly feel as though the most important thing is to get to that run of games in March and feel as though you're in a position where if you win those games, you're in the driving seat to win the title. You don't want to be, I wouldn't want to be going into that set of get fixtures in March going, we have to win here just to be in contention. Mm. Um, so yeah, it was, uh, felt as though, like, felt um, like a must win for Stefan, me. Stefan, a slightly different question from, for you uh, before we get to the lineups. We only played Brentford a little over a fortnight ago. Were you kind of basing your assumptions on this game on that game, or were you expecting it to be a totally different kind of um, type of game because it was at the Etihad? Well, naively, I thought it would be very straightforward. But I think, given not not just our game there, but also the Liverpool game, yeah. and generally the way they've been playing, I mean, they're in terrible form. So, um, I was expecting it to be quite a lot more straightforward uh, than it transpired. Mm. Uh, just because they're not very good at the moment, yeah. Um, as I say, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll discuss how that how that turned out. <laughs> well, the lineups when they came out and out for kickoff um, surprised many, and rightly so. I mean, no De Bruyne, no Doku. Um, it transpires that De Bruyne had a niggle in his hamstring, and it was a precautionary measure, which we'll no doubt discuss further into the pod. Um, Elsewhere, Exam, was it pretty much as you expected, or were you? I mean, Oscar Bob, first Premier League start for him. Um, were you surprised by any any of the selections? Um, I mean, I guess uh, the sort of FPL leaks, the way that the teams get dripped out these days. We knew that Ake wasn't starting, right. and we knew that that De Bruyne wasn't starting. So you begin to kind of put the team together in your head, and really, yeah, it was as I expected in so far as. Well, he's not going to play Sergio Gomez at left back, which means that Akanji will probably play at left back and it'll be Diaz and, and Stones and, and Walker at right back. I expected it to be Rodri Bernardo 
Foden, Haaland, um, Alvarez. And then, you know, I, no Doku, Oscar Bob. I guess he's come, uh, Doku's coming off the back of a muscle injury as well. They have to be a little bit careful um, considering he started at the weekend. So, yeah, it was more or less as I expected it to be. And Stefan, when we look at the lineup and then we look at how we set up, um, was it pretty much, did, it, did that tally? Was that kind of how you expected us to play? Um, and also from Brentford's perspective as well, um, we're, you know, very soon in, I think 15 minutes in, they started creating chances. But in that opening 10 minutes, was it a case of, okay, this is essentially going to be attack versus defence today with Brentford looking to hit us on the break? Yeah, I mean, I, I think just on lineup, I think the, the situation is a little bit deceptive when we play on Saturday night because I think when you look at, obviously KDB really shouldn't have even been on the bench by the sound of things. There's There must be concerns about Ake for him to not play. Um, you, you just mentioned Doku's recent injury. John Stones can't play two games in a week, despite what Pep seems to be saying. It, well, it appears he can't. Uh, Kovacic, you have to think they're not that comfortable with his fitness in terms of not starting him again. Uh, Nunes, he's, I think uh, Pep's still got serious reservations about. So actually, when you break it down, the flex in that in those team selections were very, very limited last night. So... Mm. Yeah, I mean, they set up it. The game very, very quickly became what I guess we would have expected. I just didn't think Brentford would be able to defend as well as they yeah, they fair. did. Yeah. Generally, I, I thought the rhythm of the game was going to be similar to to how it transpired. Uh, and then, of course, they've got serious pace up front, and we are really vulnerable to to you know the same move over and over again this season. Well, I want to. Which I'm, we'll talk I'm about going to no return doubt. to you very quickly on that, but before I do, um, Asan, there, there was a lack of intensity in the press, I felt, early on, and indeed, either yourself or Howard included this in the agenda. Um, did you feel the same way? Was that a concern for you? It, we looked a little, I don't know, we tend to start games like this sometimes where we just look a little lackadaisical. Yeah, I mean, I kind of, I guess I would characterise it slightly differently in that I think I think you're right. I think there was a lack of intensity in the press, but I think we can't lose sight of the fact that the way that the way Pep is, almost every game you've got a lad who's playing in a position that he's maybe never played in before, or certainly hasn't played in very often. I think when you look at the kind of the amalgamation of the team selections, there's always changes that you look at and go, well, that 11's never played yeah. together before or that 11's never played together before. So I think it's natural that when you have changes like that, that it takes a little bit of time for everybody to figure out where, what the pressing triggers are, where you need to press. What Brentford are, because of the, the danger that they possess on the counter-attack, I think if you just charge blindly into a press, I mean, you saw at times how, I don't want to say it was easy for them to get out because I think ultimately when we say that we don't pay enough credit to the opposition insofar as Brentford had one of those games where, look, if you pick the right three passes, if you, if the ball breaks, so if, if Rodri breaks into Brentford's penalty area or Walker breaks into 
Brentford's penalty area, and either of those two lose the football. The reality is that if Brentford make the right two or three passes, they're going to have a good good counter-attacking chance on. And, and they chose the right passes and the right runs over and over again. So I think we did have to be a little bit careful in the opening stages. So it and it does it does look like a lack like a lack of intensity, but I think it's just more about everybody figuring out where everybody is, both in terms of their teammates, but also okay. the opposition. Um, well the most obvious example of what you're referring to there with Brentford kind of choosing their passes wisely. So on Yaka clean through after 15 minutes. Um Stefan, you refer, uh, referred to this as the same move over and over again uh, a couple of minutes ago. We did indeed see this on, on many occasions against Chelsea. Are we too susceptible to that kind of breakaway? Are we, are, we, are we even too open at the back, or is that an exaggeration? Well, it feels like we are, but I, I don't... I mean, he, you know, there's no possibility that Pep can't see it. I mean, it's happening. Mm. It, it really is happening on a very regular basis. We are going caught in that position uh, on either side uh, where a player is effectively one-on-one with a keeper. And he should score yesterday. I mean, I've watched it a few times this morning. It's a really poor finish. I don't know whether he was just knackered because he ran he, he from didn't inside his own thought, half and he's got Walker. Yeah. It, it just, you know, if it if the ball sits slightly differently, he rolls it past uh, Edison again, as we've seen so many times, uh, or it feels like we've seen so many times. So, um but I guess the way we play, uh, if somebody is going to, you know, low blockers like that, and they've got very fast forwards, and not many teams have got that kind of pace, then we are going to be vulnerable. And Chelsea, obviously, have got that kind of pace, so we're going to be vulnerable against them. Pep must know about it. I guess he figures it's just a, you know, it's effectively a sacrifice of the way we play. That there's very little uh, that ultimately we can do about it. I mean. I, I don't know. It's very hard to, it's very hard to analyze something that they just have to be aware of. They, 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 there's no possibility they haven't seen it. Yeah. So I thought they must be comfortable with it. I thought it was quite interesting what Guardiola said after the Chelsea game about clean sheets. I don't know if either of you saw that, but he he basically got asked how he values clean sheets, and his reply surprised me insofar as he basically said, "I never talk about clean sheets, and I don't care about <laughs> clean sheets." And I, and I I I found that I mean in a way you sort of get it, but still to be so open about the fact that you know it just it's not a consideration for him. He just wants to score goals and win games. Thanks for listening to the first fifteen minutes of the show. To listen to the full podcast and all our contents, including reviews, previews, analysis, quizzes, and much more, go to ninety three twenty dot com to sign up now or simply click the link in the description. So what are you waiting for? Go to 9320.com now for the best, most passionate, impartial coverage of Manchester City and beyond.